It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good evening, and welcome to the Daily Roto Podcast. My name is Tony Sincana, and this is going to be an epic show. And even though I think I will have a few less listeners than we had on previous days, that's because all you David Price owners went and jumped off a damn bridge. Now I don't have you to listen to the podcast no more. I, I always go by this saying. And this is tough to stomach sometimes when you're in action. And believe me, when I speak about the David Price owners, I also speak to the guy looking in the mirror while doing his show to make sure his hair looks good for radio. Here's the way it works. The saying is you can't confuse the result with the decision. The New York Yankees are one of the worst hitting teams against left-handed pitchers. If we went at it with a guy the caliber of David Price, I always use the 32 starts as my mark for a starting pitcher in Major League Baseball, we would be right 28 out of the 32 times. Tonight is the night of one of those four nights where it doesn't work out. And this is where it comes into play where bankroll management is the key. Because you can make all the right decisions and still come up on the short end. That's how it works in daily fantasy. That's how it works in life. So because you had David Price, you didn't make the wrong decision. It just didn't work out. It's like when you put all that money in your 401k plan and all of a sudden Vix McMahon decides to go nine ninety nine a month and your WWE stock is absolutely getting tanked. It happens. It's Tony Cicada. This is the Daily Roto Podcast. You can hear it over at dailyroto.com. Also, the Fantasy Sports Network, 24 hours a day, seven days a week of television coverage of the world of fantasy sports on Cablevision, Omnivision, Roku Players. It's actually on Xbox. We're not supposed to tell you that yet, but you can go and you can find it and download it on Xbox. Go ahead. I'll get in trouble for that later. And you can also go to FantasySportsNetwork.com and check it out there as well. we got a great show lined up for you. Now, most of the time on this podcast, you come, we'll go over the games, and we'll give you the picks that we like and get you started for the day You know, as you drive to work. But one of the things that I love doing on the show is actually getting to meet some of the personalities in the Daily Fantasy world. We've had Al Zeidenfeld stop by. We had Earl Mitchell from Victive.com stop by. Uh, we had the, uh, the the Demon stop by. And, of course, you know, Drew Dankmeyer, Mike Leone, when they take time from their busy schedule, uh, they come by as well. And we do an interview with them so you get to know some of the personalities in the business. Now, tonight... I got a guy that you're going to meet that you don't really know. 
His name's Jerry Colvin, and I met Jerry through my show on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Of course, you can hear Nando DeFino and myself from 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. I also host the show 7 to 10 a.m. with Lenny Melnick and George Kurtz on Saturdays and Sundays on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. And it's amazing what daily fantasy sports and fantasy sports in general, uh, what it's meant for meeting people and starting new relationships. It's been unbelievable. And Jerry Colvin is a guy that I've met, and now that I part, I actually play one uh, head-to-head game a night with Jerry Colvin. And Jerry took me last week, so this week I'm coming back with vengeance. Uh, Jerry, unfortunately, didn't have David Price tonight, uh, but he did have John Lackey. And because it was a one-pitcher site, the only place I didn't have a David Price was over at FanDuel because I thought you had to play Kershaw. But I got a little cute over at uh, DraftKings, and I had David Price with a couple of people because he was significantly cheaper, and it didn't work out. FanDuel, I didn't fool around. I just threw Kershaw in there, and we'll see what happens because the scores are so low, it's crazy. But the reason Jerry is here, Jerry just wrote a fine article. I've actually posted the link at dailyroto.com. Uh, Jerry wrote an article about... Playing fantasy basketball, daily fantasy basketball, a 30-day journey through FanDuel. And guess what? Jerry chartered the whole thing. He has graphs for every night, and guess, and he doesn't like basketball. He had no ambition at all of basketball. He just wanted something to do. He wanted something to play, and he decided to go about it that way. So we welcome to the show right now a guy that I'm very familiar with, a great guy uh, that you can get on Twitter and, and interact with, Jerry Colvin. Jerry, how you doing, my man? Hey, what's going on, Tony? How you doing tonight? Ah, I'm doing great. I'm all fired up about it. Of course, we're on DailyRoto.com, the Fantasy Sports Network podcast. Of course, you can hear this on the Fantasy Sports Network each and every day, Monday through Friday at 1.30 Eastern Time is when it airs on the Fantasy Sports Network. Sometimes when we go over 30 minutes on the podcast, you only get the 30 minutes on TV. Uh, so we save the real X-rated stuff for after the 30-minute time. So uh, if you ever see that, go along with it. Jerry, i got to ask you, Daily Fantasy yeah. Sports, how long have you played fantasy sports? Uh, fantasy sports, geez, I've been playing that since the AOL.com days, back when you used to chat in the chat rooms. So, quite a while playing yearly leagues. DFS, though, yeah. I didn't start till 2013, the start of that season. 2013. That's when I first heard of it. Yeah, so, Jerry, you're uh, from the Boston area, where I grew up. Uh, you Actually, I'm from, I'm from Pittsfield. Pittsfield. We're out on the so, western end of Massachusetts, yeah, near New York. Well, yeah, so, we, we, you know, we won't we won't tell anybody it's way out there. We'll pretend. <laughs> you told me you grew up a Red Sox fan or a Yankees fan. Actually, I grew up in Los Angeles. I'm a diehard Dodgers fan. A diehard Dodgers fan. So you're all mixed up from a from a personal perspective. Oh yeah, my my sport my sport interests lie in all different states. <laughs> so Jerry, you, how are you doing tonight? Because I am having my all time worst night ever. I think on Fanduel tonight. <laughs> well, on Fanduel, I'm, you, you've seen my lineup on Fanduel. It's not that great, but Clayton Kershaw might save me. If he can put up 20 <laughs> points or 22 points, uh, because everybody looks like the scores are down. It's not going to be a good night over at Fantasy Aces for me. It's not going to be a good night at DraftKings. Uh, and it was a killer for me at Fantasy Aces because uh, tonight was the last night of a three-day Survivor tournament. So, it was, you know, I put up some really good scores the first two days and then out. I enjoy the Survivor aspect. You One entry fee, 
and he can play for three days in some of these contests um, at other sites that last a little longer. I, I thoroughly enjoy that. I would tell everybody to play. Yeah, I play at all. I play at three different sites. I don't. I, why limit yourself to uh, you know one site when there's so many places you can go play? That's how now, I feel Jerry, about it anyways. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. Well, you got a blog. It's at jerrycolvin.sportsblog.com, and you took an interesting aspect of this blog. You talked about uh, a user's 30-day journey through FanDuel in the NBA. Now, in this blog, right at the beginning, you talk about all the advice that is out there on Twitter. I had this conversation with Al Zadenfeld, uh, of course, with the uh, Daily Fantasy Boot Camp. Al Zadenfeld, one of the top players in the Daily Fantasy industry. And I asked him how frustrating it is to see people giving free advice, dollar advice, and then I see guys out there that have sites that don't even have their name attached to it. And that's something that always baffles me, how people would pay for somebody's help and there's no name associated with it. Over at DailyRoto.com, of course, we have Drew Dinkmeyer and Mike Leone. So can you tell us about some of the aspects of uh, of people giving advice that you've dealt with on Twitter? Well, you know... Uh... It's just one of them funny things. It seems like every time I turn around on Twitter, I got 500 tweets in front of me with a guy standing there with dollar signs throwing money in the air, telling you for 199.99 he'll give you all the picks for the week and this and that. And it's just, it's absolutely out of control right now. There is, there is no doubt about that. The industry and the free advice and the money advice is, it's crazy. It's crazy. That's all now I can really you- say. Yeah, so you were looking for a little help because you uh, you talk about being a baseball fan and a football fan, uh, but the last time that you followed any basketball, Vince Carter put up 50 points, and he was playing alongside Tracy McGrady. Yeah, that was back in, I don't know, what, 98, 99? <laughs> Long time ago. That's when I was last time I actually watched the NBA, and then, you know, I just lost interest in it. And I really didn't have much interest in it when I started uh, doing this uh, experiment I did. And then by the end of it, though, from trying to see how I was doing in my lineups, I ended up getting into it again, and now I follow basketball. <laughs> yeah, you know what's interesting about that is that I've said, and I've said this over in meetings at SiriusXM Fantasy Sports Radio, is that I truly believe now there there are several kinds of fans. One is the hardcore sports fan, and I don't think it's as popular as it once was. Uh, with all the trades, contracts, the drugs, a lot of things have taken away, ticket prices, things like that. Then there's the fantasy sports fan, and then there's the daily fantasy sports fan. So what I mean by the daily fantasy sports is, yeah, you have a first love for basketball, uh, for baseball, uh, for football, but when those nights don't play, you're so used to building lineups and, and creating teams and competing, you want to get in. And I've never seen it more prevalent than when the NBA was off for six days I've seen a, a hard majority of players actually go and try to play hockey. Yeah, I, I tried hockey myself. I didn't do so well, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, won the I think half night. the guys I picked didn't even play. <laughs> <laughs> so you came up with the, what came up with the strategy that you were going to play $10 a night and see how it was going to work uh, out. How, what was your thought process when you put all this together? Well, the thought process behind $10 a night is I, you know, I like to win. So when I started doing this, I did it with the assumption I was not going to. So I figured I could, I can handle losing $10 a night. You know, <laughs> that won't break me. If I, if I tried to play it like I play baseball or football, on the other hand, me and my whole family here would be eating ramen noodles for a month. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that's definitely one thing we want to stay away. And it says in your article, for a few weeks you basically lost every night, except for a few nights when I'm pretty sure I lucked out, and you were having a tough time at the beginning. Oh, it was horrible. I mean, I didn't, I didn't even know who anybody was anymore. You know, Russell Westbrook, James Harden. I just saw a big guy jumping around with funny hair. That's all I saw. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then I started watching the points he was putting up and starting to see the right matchups. And you know, after a month of reading the daily analysis, that's what really taught me the NBA and how to play it. Was reading the daily analysis because if you really read into it, it starts. It basically outlines everything for you that you need to look up to learn how to do this on your own. And that's basically what I was looking for when I started this whole project. And, and that's what and I got. Course, yeah, and Jerry, here's the thing, is, and I totally agree with you. If you people out there subscribe to DailyRoto.com and you get the premium package, it all you do is look at the cheese sheet. You are absolutely denying yourself the greatest asset in all of daily fantasy sports. Drew and Mike and Chris Pacheco write the greatest articles that you get the true understanding of the sport. I've never seen anything else in the industry that compares to it. So, Jerry, I, I know exactly what you're talking about because there are times when I read those things and I'm like, man, how did I miss this? So you felt like you were learning the game of basketball. Well, I was at least learning what to look for and playing it DFS-wise. I mean, I couldn't tell you the uh, intricacies of the game of basketball, but... <laughs> I certainly could tell you how to go about building a DFS roster at this time. That's yep. for sure. And so you went, why did you choose Daily Roto over uh, the other sites like you had mentioned on Twitter that were out there and available? Well, first of all, you got a guy running the site who took down the millionaire maker. I mean, what what more speaks for its credibility than that? I can't see any. And on top of it, pretty much everybody who's on that site are people I listen to or follow on Twitter and uh, pretty much all the people who I've started listening to when I got into this hobby. So well, if I'm going to give my money to somewhere, I'm going to give it to the people I'm most comfortable with. Right. And now, what type of games did you play when you played your uh, $10 a night? Was it tournaments? Was it head-to-head? Was it 50-50s? Well, as we all know who play this, if you try to play all tournaments, you're going to have no money in your pocket because that's like scratching tickets. So what I did is I took the $10 and I broke it into a $5 double-up a $2 double up, a $1 and a $2 tournament. So I figured either way, if I at least cashed out the double ups every night, I'd still be in the plus if I didn't cash out in the tournaments. Now, you, and you it went seemed through, to have worked. Yeah, you went through that process, and here's the thing through 30 days, and you guys can all go and take a look at what Jerry did in the 30 days and how he went about it at dailyroto.com uh, or at Twitter. Jerry has a link to it. Jerry, what's, give people your Twitter handle. My Twitter name is Jerry Colvin, <laughs> or at Gerald Colvin 73. And Jerry's big day, now playing $10 a day, you heard the tournaments he just lined up. I mean, a $5, 50-50, a $2, some $1, $2 tournaments. In day 18, Jerry nailed $404, which including 79 points from Chris Paul in this one, a 68 points from, <laughs> from James Harden. Now, in day 18... As you're watching the uh, scoreboard go, and you're watching your team go up the standings, and of course Enos Canton knocking in 52 points, what was going through your mind? You know, the funny thing is, to be honest, I didn't even see that till the next morning when I woke up. Uh, that was one of them nights where I worked late the night before, and I just ended up going to bed early, <laughs> so I didn't even see it. But I was pretty excited the next morning. I looked at it like I knew no matter what now, I was playing the rest of the month for free, you know? <laughs> yeah. So... 
And, and, and in I'll the end, it ends up working out all right. Oh yeah, and the whole thing to you is, is that you know it's amazing what Jerry did is he did everything exactly the way we tell people to do it is to manage your bankroll and to play no more than ten to twenty percent in tournaments and and Jerry took it down even at ten dollars and was able to become profitable and found the passion for basketball to hold him over till he gets the sports he loves which are uh, daily fantasy baseball and of course daily fantasy football. Uh, so this this is actually amazing that you went through here. And Jerry, what was your final profit over the thirty day period? It, it, I don't know the exact number. I think it was like four hundred and fifty two dollars and forty seven cents or something around them lines. All I put into it though was seven dollars, and I deposited ten dollars twice along the ride, and that was all I put in twenty seven bucks and the money I it, spent on the package. It's Tony Sakata, Jerry Colvin, DailyRoto.com, and, of course, on the Fantasy Sports Network. We're going to come right back with Jerry Colvin and break down his success playing Daily Fantasy. Back to the Daily Roto Podcast. Tony Scott, Jerry Colvin is my guest today. Uh, Jerry Colvin, who did an experiment over at FanDuel, he played ten dollars a day for thirty days, not knowing much about basketball, unless you talk about the basketball of Vince Carter and, of course, uh, Tracy McGrady. He was actually since <laughs> trying to make an attempt at uh, a baseball. So uh, that's how long that's been. Uh, so, Jerry, you went through this thirty-day experiment, so and you made money, and you looked at it. Have you thought about Try another sport next time we have a break, maybe a hockey, or have you tried fantasy golf or any of the other you know, sports I, that are fringe sports? I tried fantasy golf once, and uh, the interesting thing about that is it goes on for days. For days I'm checking my lineup. <laughs> it's crazy. I've never seen a – it's like a weekly fantasy sport almost. It's kind of weird, yeah. but I was actually thinking about getting into it because you guys have been talking a lot of uh, golf in the mornings lately. Yeah, so every Wednesday we, we talk about golf, and I tell you, that's the part that I actually like about it, is that you put the one entry fee in, and it lasts for four days, because the tournament goes from Thursday to Sunday, and you get a little you know crisis point on uh, Friday night into Saturday morning, because you've got to hope your golfers make the cut, as half the field usually advances to Saturday and Sunday. I think fantasy golf is here to stay. It's become more popular. And it was funny when we first started talking about it on, on SiriusXM. Uh, we got a lot of crap about it, and now they're planning on doing more golf next year. Well, I can see golf taking off a lot like the NBA has, and I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the PGA itself embraced it. Why wouldn't they? I mean, it seems like they're trying to market a younger audience, and that's the problems I always hear about golf when they talk about it, is that the younger audience, oh yeah, younger audience doesn't tune in. So what a better way to get them than to do DFS. Tony Sagata, Jerry Colvin here talking about uh, Jerry's article, The Real Jerry Colvin. You can go and check out his blog at jerrycolvin.sportsblog.com. He, he charted 30 days of action over at FanDuel Fantasy Basketball. So, Jerry, fantasy baseball, how's it gone so far? Hey, what's your uh, thoughts on daily fantasy baseball? I love it. I've never been happier. You know, the funny thing is I was – I told my wife last week, I said, I bet you the suicide rate rises the highest during the holidays and during that time between when football ends and baseball starts. 
because I've never been so happy to see baseball back, even if my last couple nights have been quite uh, unlucrative. Yeah, they've been quite unlucrative. But let me ask you, do you use the same, uh, I'll I'll say, the same – structure when you play your daily fantasy baseball like here you did a very good job you came down at ten dollars a night you were very specific you stuck to it or on baseball do you play different amounts each night uh do you play is, is the same uh, percentage of head-to-head games and tournaments how do you go about it uh baseball i do actually i do even a lower percentage of tournaments in baseball because it seems like the tournament numbers in it are much higher than they are in, in the nba tournaments so I only play a couple bucks a night in tournaments on a regular night. I play a lot of money, though, in double-ups and head-to-heads. Yeah, the double-ups and head-to-heads the way to go. Now, what is your preference? Probably uh, 90% ba- of my night is them. Yeah, so uh, these uh, basketball games that you all played at FanDuel, uh, what's your preference as far as site goes uh, with the two-pitcher formats over at DraftKings, uh, two-pitchers at Fantasy Aces, uh, the multiple flexible first you know, and third and second and short, or FanDuel's one-pitcher format? Do you have a favorite format? You know, I, I like them all. I mean, I think they all have their equal positives and negatives to each one. Um, there ain't no one in particular I enjoy playing anymore, except for maybe the one I went on that night. <laughs> Absolutely, sets the part. Now, how many yearly fantasy leagues are you playing currently uh, with all this action you've uh, come to accustom in daily fantasy sports? Uh, right now I'm doing nine, and I'm going to be honest with you, even that's too many. Uh, I'm probably going to cut it down next season to three or four, and I think it's going to be mostly slow draft teams I don't have to pay so much attention to. Because I'm lagging yeah. this season, I got to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's actually crazy because uh, I, you know, I got into this business and I would play in any league I can, and just to get my name out there when I first started. And each year it's got less and less because I'm definitely one of the guys, and I'll admit it that there were times when I just didn't change my lineup after the first couple of weeks because I just was had too much to do and I, I wasn't paying attention to it. So this year I knew that I played daily fantasy, and it takes me a long time, and I spend so much. T- time and effort on it that I, I truly could not uh, put in the time needed to compete. And I wanted to compete, and I wanted to be the best at it because you throw yourself out there, you, you got to do it. So what I did is I played four of those NFBC slow drafts where I'll have to make the changes once a week, and the only league I played was the Sirius XM Host League. Uh, right now I'm winning, and uh, I'm, I'm hoping to continue. The last time I had won that league is 2012. Uh, my fellow guy Adam Ronis has put together a couple titles in a row, so I want to knock him off his perch. <laughs> yeah, I'm in another league against him myself on uh, an NFBC league, and uh, my team on there is lackluster to say the least at the moment. None of my bats are waking up. Leonis Martin's got me in a stranglehold. <laughs> He's picked it up the last couple of days, so uh, you, you might be lucky there. You now, Jerry, it's funny you talk about Adam Ronis and. I know you play with a lot of uh, you play some leagues with Trucker Rob, and you play some daily fantasy sports against him. What about the community aspect of daily fantasy sports? It seems like with the radio and on Twitter, you get familiar with a lot of the guys playing. You do, and you know it's 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 a huge community, but yet in the same sense, it's very small. Because for some reason, right away, I connected with a lot of the other guys who listen to the show. I don't I don't know how that quite happened. Maybe from leagues or. Whatever, and then I don't know. It just takes off. It seems like you make real friends real quick in this if you uh, if you're a nice guy, anyways, which I usually try to be. So it's a nice industry. I'm having a good time in it, and I plan on not going anywhere. Yeah, and I tell people all the time. It, what's amazing to me is 
some of these guys play for a ton of money, and you would think they would be competitive with each other. I've gone to two live events now, and they are like a convention. Like they're just guys sitting around talking about sports, and everybody gets along so well. I don't want anyone to lose their all their money going to try to enter one of these live events. But FanDuel, I think, has done a great job for the consumer this time. Uh, in baseball, instead of having like all these big events in Las Vegas, they have had several small events where they have entry fees of like $25. And you can go to New York and you can go to Dallas. And they're doing like five or six there and compete for $100,000. And so my hat's off to FanDuel for uh, throwing that out there. And if people have a chance to to go, I would – Absolutely throw, you know, one tournament a week in these. Don't go crazy because you can lose money chasing these around. Because the live oh, yeah. event, I've never I've never seen anything like it before. Well, you know, the, the, I was going to actually go into New York City this year and do the, the main event. And uh, at the last minute, my wife kind of talked me out of it. But uh, next season, I plan on going up there and doing that myself. So I, one of my goals anyways next year is to go do the live auction draft. Uh, I, I did a live auction draft about 15 years ago in New York. No, it was actually in Orlando. They they don't have it in Orlando anymore. It was in Orlando, and the key was that I, I drank, it was five and a half hours, Jerry, and I drank too many beers, and I thought I was bidding on Freddie Garcia, and I bid on Freddie Sanchez, and Freddie Sanchez was hurt at the time, and I was wondering why nobody went two bucks on me. <laughs> Uh, I I totally understand that. You know, speaking of the yearly <laughs> leagues, I the other day, the other day I was so tired and I was trying to get all my leagues done so I could go into my DFS research that I dropped Alfredo Simon in a league that I paid a ton of money to get in. It was too late. And actually, the fantasy executive pitched, picked him up 35 seconds later. <laughs> That's the first time the fantasy executive's been on on the ball. What happened there? Usually he's sleeping. He's tired. Mm, yeah, he's well, that, <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, some things you know, some things you just don't. Some some cats you just don't pet, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, Jerry. Before we let you go, I got to ask you: What advice would you give to a person that's never played, that's thinking about playing daily fantasy sports? I would say start small. Uh, I wouldn't put any more than twenty-five or fifty bucks in to start. And if you've never played, I wouldn't play more than a couple dollars a night. And I wouldn't even play any tournaments. I would start right away, just playing some double ups. Just try to build a little bankroll and get familiar with how to play the sports. That's about yeah. all I can recommend. Yeah, and pay I, I, attention I think, to what you're doing and subscribe and learn. Yeah, I think that's a that's a, a key thing. I think a lot of people, the biggest mistake they get in daily fantasy is they're attracted by like this million dollar tournament uh, we had at DraftKings during football season, and then then they jump in tournaments. And I think there are people that actually get in the daily fantasy field that don't even know they're a head to head, and that's where you're going to center. Did you ever play in like those free rolls that they have? At, across the sites? Oh, I do all the time. They're free. Why wouldn't I? I'll try for oh, a free ten bucks. Yeah. Have you had any? Have you, I don't think I've ever won a free roll. I've tried. I don't think I've ever won. I've one. put up monster numbers and never cashed out for even fifty cents. <laughs> <laughs> so you get what you pay for, right? <laughs> you definitely get what you pay for. And one of the things DraftKings actually has is has beginner games over there. So basically, if you haven't won uh, enough games in a certain sport. Uh, you could play at a beginner level, and that's something I think people need to take advantage of. Oh, yeah, that was one of my best first days in uh, DFS ever. <laughs> beginner really? level so, uh, baseball on DraftKings. Really? So you can you, you knocked that out of the park. Now, Jerry, yeah, the uh, next I want Yeah, the next day I went to play, and they wouldn't even let me in them. <laughs> no, you, so you, gra- you graduated like, they, like it was a maiden race, like it was the Kentucky Derby. 
Yeah, I guess I wasn't a beginner, even though I really was. <laughs> One night of victory, Jerry, get knocked you out of the out of the beginner bracket. <laughs> uh, I think that's what happens. Jerry, tell everybody where they can go check out your blog. You check it out at sportsblog.com. It's uh, the real Jerry Colvin, so it would be jerrycolvin.sportsblog.com. Or you can follow you me go. on Twitter at Gerald Colvin 73 Yeah, and that's Gerald with a G, so Gerald Colvin 73 you can go and check that out. If you guys don't get all that, go to dailyroto.com. I have a post up in the forum uh, that has a link to it. Uh, Drew Dinkmeyer is in there as well. So definitely check that out with Jerry Colvin. Jerry, absolute great stuff. i got to tell you, my Thank man, you. I wish you the best of the luck, except when we play head-to-head. I got you there, and I just want to say one thing. Fantasy sports is a gentleman's game. Just because you're winning doesn't mean you got to let the world know it. You know what? I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a plaque of that. Can I make Tony, a plaque of that? Tony, thank you. Have a good night. All right, take care, huh? my friend. There he is. I, I'm gonna make a plaque of that statement and send that to some people. Yeah, yeah, there's people who definitely need it in this industry. That's for sure. There he is, Jerry Colvin. Absolutely getting it done, guys. Get excited about it. Check out his blog over uh, at, at uh, Blog Talk Radio. We're here today. And, of course, we're going to wrap things up and take care of you on the way out. It's the Daily Roto Podcast with Jerry Colvin, Tony Sincata. We're out of here. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.